Blog Talk Radio. Oh. 
Well, praise the Lord. This is your hostess, evangelist, Janet Taylor, coming to you live tonight from Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. I do want to thank you for tuning in tonight. Hallelujah to the broadcast. We uh, are ready to go. We were prepared on last week. The enemy tried to stop us, but how many of you know that the devil can't stop nothing that God is doing? He might hinder it. He might delay it. Cannot stop it. So this message, the spirit of Antichrist is here now, is going forth tonight. And um, we just thank God for everyone who is tuned in to the sound of my voice. Um, again, this is your hostess, Evangelist Janet Taylor, coming to you live from Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 1148, Walkertown, North Carolina, 27105. And the uh, web address is www.wallsoffiredeliveranceMIN.com. You can... Um, Locate us. You can contact us by phone at area code 336-830-0601 or um, by email at jet245 at msn.com. You can also sow a seed into this ministry should you choose um, through PayPal or through Zelle, ID is jet245 at msn.com. I'd like to invite you to tune in uh, to join us every day, Monday through Saturday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time for the sweet hour of prayer. That's where about a dozen of us prayer warriors, we gather on the prayer mountain and we pray Unto the Lord. We're praying for the nation. We're praying for babies. We're praying for situations, personal situations. We're praying for healing. We're praying for the peace of Jerusalem. We're just praying for salvation, for people to be saved, family members, friends, loved ones. We're praying for all of the needs of this uh, 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 a bunch of people, this group of people and for your needs. So if you want to join us, tune in at 425. The number is 425-436-6333. And the access code is 716-5050. Again, that's the sweet hour of prayer, Monday through Saturday at 12 noon and Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The phone number, again, is 425 436-716-5050. We're going to get right into tonight's message, which is the spirit of Antichrist is here now. So I'd like to um, turn your attention to the scripture before we uh, uh, begin. And the first scripture um, comes from John. First John, I'm sorry. First John chapter two, verses eighteen and verse nineteen. 
Little children, it is the last time, as ye have heard, that Antichrist shall come, even now. Are there many Antichrists whereby we know that it is the last time? They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us, but they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. All right, we're going to look at verse 22, and it reads, Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist, that denieth the Father and the Son. Whoso denieth the Father, the same hath not the Father. But he that acknowledges the Son hath the Father also. All right? And we're going to go over to 1 John chapter 4 and verse number 3. And it says, I'm going to start at verse 2. Well, I'll start at verse 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit. But try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. Glory, 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 hallelujah. And we're going to look at Second John chapter 2 and verse number 7. It says, For many deceivers, are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Glory be to God. So we want to talk about tonight, our subject for tonight is the spirit of antichrist is here now. Notice I said the spirit of antichrist. I didn't say the antichrist was here now. I said the spirit of Antichrist is here now. And, you know, when we look at, uh, I, I, let me just start from, from uh, 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 let me just start from the message. Glory be to God. Now, what is the spirit of Antichrist? Glory be to God. The Bible tells us in every scripture that we have read tonight that every spirit that acknowledges Jesus Christ has come in the flesh from God. This is how he said, try the spirit by the spirit. In other words, test the spirit. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus Christ is from God. This is the spirit of Antichrist. And he says, which ye have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. So when we opened tonight 
with 1 John chapter 2, our very first scripture tells us, even now there are many antichrists, whereby we know it is the last time. So when the scripture speaks of the last time, it's talking about the last days. Glory be to God. And we know that the last days began um, with the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. So since that time, we have been in the last days. The spirit of Antichrist was certainly present uh, at the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and is still here now. As a matter of fact, it has increased. Glory be to God. So we need to understand that when John wrote this letter, there were diverse spirits at work in the world. And uh, they were false teachings, mystery religions, spiritual experiences, and even some variations of Christianity. They were emerging at that time. And the spiritual atmosphere was not uh, uh, different from what we're seeing in the world today. People entertain countless uh, views regarding truth. Even today, uh, uh, there's a new saying, my truth. And that in itself is a lie because Jesus said that the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes, he is the spirit of truth. So there's no such thing as my truth or your truth. It is the truth. Glory be to God. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light in John 14. Now, John presented a definitive solution to wading through this variety of beliefs and teachings. Because, you know, so many people say, well, how do you know? How do you know which is, who, who's telling the truth? How do you know uh, wh- which one is right? And, and so uh, John, he told us exactly how to know. He instructed readers to pay attention and test the spirit. He said, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. He said, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. So how do we test the spirit? How can we discern which teachers are imparting truth and which are not? How can we recognize the spirit of Antichrist? Now, these spirits that John spoke of were not merely disembodied spiritual beings. John also taught that a prophet or teacher was the actual mouthpiece for these beings. And he taught us that teachers of truth are filled with the Spirit of God and thus are agents who speak for God. But teachers of falsehood, they they spread lies and of the doctrines of demons. They are not. They are not of God. So you weigh everything by the word. But the number one way determine if this is a spirit of Antichrist, if it denies that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. Let me give you scripture for that. That's first John two and twenty two and first John four and three. 
1 John 2 and 22, I'm going to read that. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. So you see, you have people. There are quite a, a, a bit of false teaching out here today of people who claim to believe in God, but they they don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. They uh, 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 they are deceived by the spirit of Antichrist, and it is the spirit of Antichrist that speaks through them when they say that Jesus was nothing more than a prophet. They do not know because Jesus said in the book of John, I and my Father are one. I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. He said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Now, Jesus could not make claim like that if he, uh, uh, if it were not so. I mean, uh, can't know anybody just go around saying that they are God. Not only did he say it, but he backed it up. His entire life proved that he was the son of God. So when you have these people that go around telling these lies, um, the Bible says the first test that relates to uh, uh, whether uh, the spirit is of God or is the spirit of Antichrist, he says every spirit, that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. That's 1 John 4 and 2. So ask yourself, does the content of this person's teaching, does it line up with the word of God? Does their teaching acknowledge that Jesus Christ is fully God and fully human? and has come in the flesh. If it does not line up on one of those three points, it is the spirit of Antichrist. If it does, then you know that the spirit of God has inspired that person and that teaching. If not, his entire teaching, I don't care who it is, his entire teaching is to be rejected. You see, because in John's day, there was this heresy of Gnosticism, and it became prevalent. And Gnosticism taught that Jesus only appeared to have a human body, but was not actually flesh and blood. Now, how could he he have not been flesh and blood? They whooped him with a cat of nine tails. They pierced him in his side, blood and water came out. Isaiah said he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. So if Jesus only appeared to have a body, I mean, how could all of this have happened to him? You cannot uh, uh, wound and bruise uh, 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 an appearance or a form. It had to be a body. Glory be to God. So next, 
uh, John tells us that every spirit that does not acknowledge that Jesus um, is, 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 that does not acknowledge Jesus, it's not from God. Glory be to God. This is the spirit of Antichrist. Anyone who does not acknowledge Jesus, as the Bible presents him, is inspired by the spirit of Antichrist. You know, you got these people saying, well, I ain't never seen it. So that's the spirit of Antichrist. That's the spirit of Antichrist. And the word Antichrist means against Christ. People who say that Jesus is not from God are controlled by the spirit of Antichrist. Satan opposes Christ, and he desires to deceive people into a false view of who Jesus is. So the spirit of Antichrist teaches against Christ. The number two characteristic or sign that Jesus Christ, I mean, not Jesus Christ, that the spirit of Antichrist is here now, is the hatred of God. Yes, the hatred of God. I have never, ever seen so much hatred. I mean, uh, uh, the LGBTQ community hate God, and the Satanists hate God. All of these groups today hate God. Glory be to God. And they hate him because God hates what they do. He said what they do. He loves them, but he hates what they do. He said it's an abomination. And if they could just get God to change his mind about their wicked deeds, they would they would love him, but they'll never get God. He destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah for what they do. Glory be to God. So they hate him. They hate my Lord and Savior. They hate him. Glory be to God. So so let's look at the scriptures for that. Let's look at um I, I there are so many, but I'm gonna start at John fifteen. John chapter fifteen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. John chapter fifteen and um they hate God. So we're gonna look at the first one. John chapter fifteen verses eighteen through twenty seven. And this is Jesus speaking to um his disciples. He said, If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. They hated Jesus because he was holy and righteous and everything that he stood for was against everything that they stood for. There were some that even pretended to be righteous, but they were self-righteous. And the light, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, but the light of the world. He said, I am the light of the world. Glory be to God. And, 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 and the darkness comprehended it not. So the light that is uh, Jesus Christ is the light, and that light shines, and, and it, 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 it shines up their darkness, and they hate the light 
because the Bible says their deeds are evil. So they hate him. They hate Jesus Christ. All right, let's go to Matthew. Matthew, I want to finish reading this. He said, if the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you, if you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hated you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So he said that they would hate us, and they do. The, the spirit of Antichrist not only hates God, but it hates all believers. All true believers. Now, you got some, they tiptoeing through the tulips, and they, uh, you know, they in one minute, they out the next minute. Uh, they do a little bit of this. They got a little dab of do you. And, and, and so, you know, they're friends with the world. But he said, if you are friends with the world, then you are none of mine. Glory be to God. So let's look at, I, I want to deal with some more of these scriptures about how much they hate God. And then I'm going to go to how much they hate all true believers. So let's look at uh, Matthew 24, Matthew chapter 24, and verse uh, 9. Matthew 24 and verse 9. And this is what it says. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my sake. This is what Jesus, he warned his disciples. This is red letter, warning those that follow him that they would be hated. But he said, if any man will be my disciple, will come after me, let him pick up, let him deny himself. Pick up his cross and follow me. So you know when you sign up to be a Christian, when you enlist in God's army, you are automatically on Satan's hit list, and you will be hated. You will be hated on your job. You will be hated uh, uh, sometimes even in your church. You will be hated by family members. You will be hated even in your own home. You will be hated, especially if you are a true believer. If you really live in right, you will be hated for the sake of Christ. If you name the name of Jesus Christ and you just pledge your life to him, you will be hated. People hate sold-out Christians. They hate them. They hate us. Why? Because we have sold out to the Lord. And they have not. You got people that's playing with God. Yeah, they're playing with God. they playing saved. They're pretenders, the great pretenders. So the world doesn't hate them. They slipping and tipping, lying, sliding, hiding. They all in crack houses, liquor houses, whorehouses. 
They dipping their hand in the till. Oh, the world don't hate them. They got two or three women on the side. They got a husband and a boyfriend. The world does not hate them. But they hate you if you are living righteously. They hate you. So let's go. Let's go to Matthew 10 and 22. Matthew 10 and 22 says, Ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. So if you are a Christian, you're going to be hated of all men. And let's see, I'll give you some more, but I won't go to all of them. Let's look at Luke, Luke 6 and 22. Blessed are ye when men shall hate you and when they shall separate you from their company and shall reproach you and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. See, I'm going to tell you something. Even in your own household and family, they're going to hate you. They're going to hate you because you stand for righteousness and holiness and you won't compromise. See, when you sold out, you just sold out. And they they say, well, you can smoke a little bit. You can just drink a little bit. And you say, oh, no, oh, no, I'm sold out to the Lord. My vessel, it belongs to him. And they hate you. They hate you. Glory be to God. They hate all believers. That is one of the characteristics of the spirit of Antichrist. All right, what's another characteristic? Jesus said false teachers. Let's look. False teachers. Glory be to God. False teachers. Glory, hallelujah. So, we're going to go to uh, Matthew 13 and 22. Matthew 13, I mean Mark 13 and 22, I'm sorry. Mark 13 and 22. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And this is what it says. Christ and false prophets shall rise and shall show signs and wonders to seduce, if it were possible, even the elect. Glory be to God in the highest. False prophets. We're living in the day of the false prophets. And I mean they they everywhere. I saw something today where they were having a, a women's conference, and they had these women speakers. And um, I happen to know one of them. And um, they had a price tag and admission on it for $350. You can't go to that unless you got $350. And I just shook my head. I said, wow. Wow. Now, Second Peter 2 and 1 says, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, 
even denying the Lord that brought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. So now you say, well, evangelists, what's wrong with them charging um, money to come to that women's conference? Well, first of all, Jesus never did that. Wherever he preached, he, he preached the gospel and he turned around and fed the poor. And he spoke to his disciples. He said, freely you have received, freely give. So if Jesus didn't do it, and he is the Christ, what makes you think that you should be charging $350? I saw another uh, uh, advertisement. It was $600 for people to get in. For prophecy, $600. But it doesn't line up with scripture. This is one of the characteristics of these false teachers. And they could be, let me say this, they are preaching another Jesus. Second Corinthians 11 and 4 said, For if he that cometh preaches another Jesus, whom ye whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. Now, what is this another Jesus? You know what they're saying? That God don't want you to suffer. God don't want you to suffer. You don't have to suffer and go through that. You don't have to repent. You ain't got to go through all of that. They're preaching another gospel, the false gospel of prosperity. Matthew 7 and 15 says this about them. He said, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. In other words, they come to devour the sheep. That's all they're there for, is to get your money, prostituting any anointing that they did have, prostituting any gift that God gave to them. How can you sell something that don't even belong to you? The gospel don't belong to me. The gift don't belong to me. It's for God's use and for God's glory. I cannot sell this. But they're doing it every day. And people are falling for it. They prophesy in Jesus' name. They say, you, you, all your bills are going to be paid. You're going to be a millionaire. I see a man, tall, dark, and handsome, coming to your house. I see a large check with your name on it. These are liars. What they are preaching is the doctrine of demons. It doesn't line up with scripture. That's another characteristic of the spirit of Antichrist. It's the false teaching. Let's look at Matthew 23. Matthew 23. Glory be to God. 
Matthew 23, verse 25 through 28. And this is what it says. Glory be to God. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye may clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within they are full of extortion and excess. Thou blind Pharisee, clean first that which is within the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye are like unto whited sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because ye build the tombs of the prophets and garnish the sepulchres of the righteous. He says, woe unto you. In other words, you look good on the outside, full of wickedness, full of greed, full of lust, full of envy, full of jealousy. This is the spirit of Antichrist we're seeing, prophesying great swelling lies unto people. And you have the nerve to say, thus saith the Lord, when you know God has not spoken to you. Ezekiel chapter 34, I have to go there. He says, woe to the shepherds. He said, ye eat the fat, and ye clothe you with the wool, and ye kill them that are fed, but ye feed not the flock. These are greedy preachers. The disease have you not strengthened, neither have you healed that which was sick. You don't even lay hands on the sick. You don't cast out no demons. After you get through proper line to the people, you, you have an entourage of armed bodyguards that have to usher you out of the sanctuary because you live in fear, because you tell all these lies to these people. Neither have you bound up that which was broken. Neither have you brought again that which was driven away. You don't even care when one of the sheep have run off. You don't care if your sheep are devoured. You don't care about the sheep. All you care about is what you can get out of the sheep. Neither have you sought that which was lost, but with force and cruelty uh, have you ruled them. And they were scattered because there is no shepherd and because they became meat to all the beasts of the field. All these false prophets are beasts of the field, and they are predators, and they are preying upon God's holy sheep. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every high hill. Yea, my flock was scattered, and none did search for them. And you have the nerve to lie. Jeremiah 23. Jeremiah 23. Let me turn there. Jeremiah 23. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. He says, he says, you say things, you tell the sheep something, 
but I have not spoken to you. He said, therefore, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words, every one from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophets that saith, thus saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say, he said, behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams and, and do tell them. He said, and cause my people to err by their lies and by their likeness. Yet them not, nor commanded them. God said, I have not even spoken to them. He said, I have not even spoken to them. But yet they cause God's people to err by their lies. Glory Because it's just a game to them. That's another characteristic of the spirit of Antichrist, which is here now. So I've given you the first. That they deny that Jesus Christ come in the flesh. They hate God, number two. They hate all true believers, number three. They are false teachers, and they are false prophets. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. These are characteristics. They are deceivers and liars. These are characteristics of of the spirit of Antichrist that is here in the land today. All right, number five, number six, I've given you number five. Number six, let's look at Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse um, 3. We're going to start at verse 3. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, and we will start at verse 3. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Now, the man of sin, and and another name for him is the son of perdition, is the Antichrist. But the Antichrist has not been revealed yet, but the spirit of Antichrist is here now. As a matter of fact, it is making preparations. It's preparing the ground for him to, to be revealed. That the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalted himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that as God, he sitteth in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. That's the spirit of Antichrist. That's him. See, he wants to be worshipped as God, and he's going to deceive many people. He's going to deceive many people. He has many people uh, uh, worshipping him, just worshipping him, because that's what he wants. He wants to be worshipped as God. If you remember in uh, Isaiah, uh, he said, I will exalt myself. I will be like the most high. He, he, he wanted to take God's place on the throne, but we know what happened to him. The scripture says we beheld him as lightning. 
fall from heaven. So he was kicked out of heaven, and a third of the angels fell with him. Antichrist, that hates God, and he hates man because man was made in God's image and likeness. So he hates mankind, and he hates all true believers, all true believers. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Another one of the characteristics of the spirit of Antichrist is this lawlessness. Lawlessness. Let's look at Matthew 24 and 12. Glory be to God. Matthew 24 and 12. Hallelujah. I would encourage you to read all of Matthew chapter 24. Hallelujah. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Glory be to God. That's Matthew 24 and 12. Iniquity shall abound. Now, I want to go back to Genesis for a moment. I want to go back to Genesis and show you something. Glory be to God. In the book of Genesis, the sixth chapter, starting at the 11th verse, um, we're going to see a parallel. I'm going to show you a parallel that existed before the flood that is uh, exists today. Glory be to God. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Now, this is why God destroyed the earth by water, and only Noah and his family were saved. He said the earth was corrupt. It was filled with violence. It was corrupt and filled with violence. Do we not see that today? The corruption from the White House to the outhouse. There is corruption on every corruption in the church, corruption and the violence. I have never seen violence like this. It is the spirit of Antichrist. Jesus told us in John 10.10, the thief cometh but for to kill, steal, and destroy. That is Satan's job description. And that is exactly what he is doing. He is killing. He is stealing lives, destroying families, corrupt and filled with violence. And for this reason, God destroyed the earth. And can we not see this? I mean, 
every day. There's killings and pun killings upon killings and then it's senseless killing, killing of children, killing of babies, just killing, even the killing of animals. People are so wicked and cruel. Spirit of Antichrist is here now. People are doing things that you would not have dreamed about just 50 years ago. Satan is raging because he knows his time is short. And the corruption, people who are supposed to be our leaders are corrupt. People that we look up to, people that are in high places are being just uncovered. Their corruption is just being uncovered. But for the same reason, God destroyed the earth one time to water. And he has promised that he would not destroy the earth again by water. There were only eight righteous people. That was Noah and his three sons, Noah's wife, and his three sons and their wives. Those were the only ones who were saved alive. Everybody else perished in the flood. Oh, I got to turn to it. Glory be to God. But of that day and hour, nor of no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my father only, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. See, you got people teaching against this. You got people saying Jesus ain't coming back. You got people just telling lies about the return of Jesus Christ. That's the spirit of Antichrist. For as in the days that were, Before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Jesus told us. In John chapter 14, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Glory be to God. It is written. You can't dispute it. You can't deny it. It is written. Jesus is coming back. But you got these people 
who are nothing but liars that teach and preach against it. And they call themselves educated people. They're educated by the world standards, but they know not the Lord. They know not God. They do not know him. And they are none of his. And because they don't know him, and they are none of his, they are trying to pervert what he said and cause people to err to believe a lie instead of them the truth. This is another characteristic of the spirit of Antichrist. This is evidence that the spirit of Antichrist is here. Glory be to God. Let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. We're going to look at this lawlessness. And I just want you to see, if you see uh, uh, what's being done here, if you can see it with your own eyes. I'm not here to convince you. I, I just want to give you the word and see if you can see it with your own eyes. All right, Second Timothy chapter 3, we're going to start at the very first verse. This know also that in the last days, we're in the last days, perilous times shall come. Perilous means dangerous. Glory be to God. Dangerous Time shall come. We are there. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boastful, proud, blasphemers, disobedient, um, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, Without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive, silly women, laden with sin, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never coming to the knowledge of truth. They are men who resist the truth, men of corrupt minds, reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men. But thou hast fully known thy doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, suffering, charity, patience, persecution, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured. But out of them all the Lord delivered me, yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. That's it. That is Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. 
That's just lawlessness. Another characteristic of the spirit of Antichrist. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I want to read this scripture to you. I just want to pause for a minute and read this. It's Psalm 34, verses 21 through 22. It says, evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. That is the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But what do we see now? We see lawlessness. We see people who are lovers of their own self, boastful, proud. You know, this pride thing is so bad, they have the nerve to call it gay pride. They have the nerve. I mean, they're proud of what they do. People are proud of their sin. They're proud. Glory be to God. When they should be ashamed of these things. The Bible says these things uh, uh, should not even be once named among us. They are proud of these things. They preach false gospel, false teaching. Scripture tells us in Galatians 1 and 8, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Anybody come preaching anything other than the gospel of Jesus Christ, let him be accursed. Glory be to God. And this is what we're hearing now. All this money coming, and it's your breakthrough, and it's your season, and you can live your best life now. Those are lies. Those are lies straight from the pit of heaven. And one pastor, he says, I only preach a positive message. Well, what about hell? What about the wrath of God, which is to come? What about warning the people? God told the prophet, blow ye the, prom- the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm. Show my people their transgression. Call out sin. Call it out. Let's call an ace an ace and a spade a spade. But you got these preachers today that want to be politically collect- correct. They want to be popular with everybody. And the Bible says, woe unto you when all men shall speak well of you, for so did their fathers of the false prophets. You better be careful when everybody's saying, oh, what a fine preacher he or she is. You better be careful when they patting you on the back. Them same folks will stab you in the back with that knife. They will betray you. If they betray Jesus Christ, what makes you think they won't betray you? The same folks that's putting you up on a pedestal, those are the same people that will bring you down. Glory be to God. Another characteristic of the spirit of Antichrist being here in our land, here and now, is absolute moral decay. Absolute moral decay. The people have left off from following God. They have no interest in holiness and righteousness. 
none whatsoever. That's not popular anymore. Because all they want to hear is how to get to the next level and your breakthrough. Through it's on the way. It's on the way. All you got to do is sow a seed and your breakthrough is on the way. The devil has deceived so many people. People are being deceived even now. Let's look at 1 Peter 1 and 16. There's a lack of preaching of sound doctrine and of holiness and righteousness. 1 Peter 1 and 16 says, As it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. Glory be to God. And this was quoted. This was quoted from the book of Leviticus. Let's look at it in Leviticus 11 and 14. I mean 11 and 44. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Leviticus 11, verse 44. And this is what it says. I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore sanctify yourselves, and ye shall be holy, for I am holy. Neither shall ye defile yourselves with any manner of creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. For I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore be ye holy, for I am holy. This is the law of the beast and of the fowl and every living creature that moveth in the waters and of every creature that creepeth upon the earth to make a difference between the unclean and the clean. See, there must be a separation. There must be a separation. There must be a distinction between the holy and the unholy. This is why Jesus said, be ye holy, for I am holy. The word holy means to be set apart. Set apart for God's glory, for God's use. If you're not sanctified, if you don't consecrate yourself unto the Lord, you're not set apart for God's glory. You're not set apart for him. Hallelujah. Now, let's look at what happened. Let's look at what happened when um, Nadab and Abihu, what they did in uh, Leviticus chapter 10. And Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took either of them his censer and put fire therein and put incense thereon and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he commanded them not. And there went out fire from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said unto Aaron, this is it that the Lord spake, saying, I will be sanctified in them that come nigh me. You see, Nadab and Abihu were the sons of Aaron, and they went and offered strange fire upon the altar. They were not sanctified. They had not consecrated themselves before they did this thing. They operated in the spirit of pride. 
that is another characteristic of the spirit of Antichrist. It's the spirit of pride. There are so many people operating in this spirit, and God hates it. One of the seven uh, uh, deadly sins that God hates is the spirit of pride. He hates it. Glory be to God. He hates the spirit of pride. Now, the scriptures tell us that pride goes before the fall. But the spirit of Antichrist is a puffed-up spirit. It's a proud spirit. It's a boastful spirit. It's what I just read to you in Second um, Timothy. Glory be to God. It is opposite of the spirit of God. The spirit of God is a spirit of meekness. It's a spirit of meekness. God hates pride. And yet we see this. We see this. We see this in the pulpit. We see it on the on the job. We see it in the family. We see this. Everywhere we turn, we see the spirit of pride. And people won't, preachers won't preach against that. Preachers full of pride. Oh, when I laid my hands on them. Oh, when I preach. Oh, oh. It's not you. The Bible says that the excellency may be of God, lest any man should boast. No man should boast. If God has given you a gift, I don't care what that gift is. We cannot afford to boast. If we boast, we must boast in the Lord. God wants us to be humble people, meek and humble before the Lord. Moses was a meek and humble man. Noah was a meek and Job was a meek and humble man. And that's why God used them. We're living in the day where people have a, 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 a propensity for itching ear messages. They do not want to hear sound doctrine. The Bible tells us in the last days they will not endure sound doctrine. They will not. They don't want to hear it. And they will tell you, oh, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear nothing about that. People rather hear, oh, your breakthrough is on the way than to hear anything about sound doctrine. Sound doctrine, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. See, Nadab and Abihu had not sanctified themselves. They had not consecrated themselves. And they thought that they could go in and offer fire upon the altar. Ah! Around the holy, the holy throne of God. They thought that they could do it. It cost them their lives. It cost them their lives. Let's look at 1 Timothy 1 and 10. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. First Timothy 1 and 10. And this is what it says. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
But know that the law is good if a man uses it lawfully. Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other that is contrary to sound doctrine. They don't want to hear it. They will not endure it. They will not endure it. They do not want to hear sound doctrine. Glory be to God. But we have the ability to preach and teach the word of God to them, whether they want to hear it or not. Yeah, we have a responsibility. See, we don't go by what they want to hear. We must preach to them that which is right. We have to preach the word of God to them, whether they want to hear it or not. But what pastors are doing today is they're trying to be men-pleasers rather than uh, pleasers of God. They, they want to please the crowd because that's how they get their salary, and that's how they get the people to give them gifts. In other words, I ain't going to preach on your sin because I know you into that, so I ain't going to mess with that. I heard one pastor say, don't mess with my punks. I was like, wow. He just come right out and said it. He know he had a church full of homosexuals. He told the preacher, don't mess with them. I was like, wow. You see, that's when you're trying to uh, 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 operate in the spirit of Antichrist. Matter of fact, that is operating in the spirit of Antichrist. So we see that if any man is going to be a disciple of God, they must deny himself. You got to deny yourself. Glory be to God. You might have a habit. You might be struggling with something, but you got to deny yourself. Pick up your cross and follow Jesus. The people want something sweet. Let's look at First Thessalonians chapter 4. First Thessalonians chapter 4. And verse 1 through 7. Hallelujah. Furthermore, then, we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as you have received of us, how you ought to walk and to please God, so you would abound more and more. For you know what command we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. See, don't nobody want to preach on against that anymore. They don't want to mess with that because they'll know they'll lose half their church. If you preach on abstaining from fornication, the Bible says, come out from among them. You'll lose half your congregation. And and what a, a, a greedy pastor is concerned about is money and not souls. That every one of you should know how to possess this vessel 
in sanctification and honor, not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God, that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter, because that the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we have forewarned you and testified. For God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. He therefore that despises, despises not man, but God. If you despise teaching on righteousness and holiness and purity, you are not despising man, you are despising God who has also given unto us his Holy Spirit. But as touching brotherly love, you need not that I write unto you, for ye yourselves are taught of God to love one another. So we see preaching holiness and righteousness is what's right, but this is not what the people want to hear. Let's look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 4. Verses 1 through 4. That's, that's again, Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 1. So we have, to, we have to pay attention to what the Scripture says. This is all that we have to go by is what the Scripture says. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Now we beseech ye, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering unto him, that ye not soon be shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter from us as the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition who opposes and exalted himself above all that is called God. So you see, the spirit of iniquity is abounding. Preachers watering down the word. They don't want to teach holiness. They don't want to teach righteousness. They don't want to preach on that. They don't want to preach nothing that pertains to sound doctrine because they're afraid of losing offering. Not concerned about your soul, just afraid of losing offering. Just afraid of losing offering. Let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 4. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, commanding to abstain from meat, which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be received if to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's First Timothy. Glory be to God. Chapter 4 and verses 1 through 4. Let's look at Second Timothy, chapter 4. Hallelujah. I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearance and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. So there you have it. And Second Timothy, chapter 4. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I had a dream one time. I dreamed about these children came to my house, and they knocked on the door, and they asked for something to eat. And I told them, come in. I didn't know them, but I said I would feed them. And I gave them what I had. All I had was a pot of pinto beans. And I fixed them each a plate and set them down at the table to eat. I said the blessing with them, and then I left them to eat at my dining room table. And in about two or three minutes, I came back into the room, and the plates, the children's plates were clean. And I knew those children could not have eaten that food that quickly. So I said to them, what happened to the food? And the little boy spoke up. He said, we scraped it under the table. And I said, why did you do that? You said you were hungry. And the little boy said, we didn't want that. And I said, what did you want? You said you were hungry. He said, we wanted pancakes and syrup, and I woke up from the dream. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and said, the people do not want solid food. They want something sweet. And this, that was back in 2009. And this is what we're seeing. The people do not want to hear any messages on holiness and righteousness. But I'm going to read something to you from 1 Corinthians. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And this is what it says. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? He that have clean hands and a pure heart. None but the righteous shall see God. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 14 says, Thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. You see, you're going to have to live holy in this day. But because the spirit of Antichrist is in the land, preachers don't want to preach on it and the, because the people don't want to hear it. So the preachers are men pleasers rather than God pleasers. And holiness without, no man shall see the Lord. No liar, no fornicator, no effeminate, no such person shall inherit the kingdom of God. I didn't write it. This is not my my word. This is the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He said, come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord. But come out from them. Hallelujah. I don't care whether it's your family. Because what agreement have the temple of God with idols? Don't be unequally yoked. Come out from among them. So many people are so hooked on their family. Well, that's my mama. That's my brother. That's my cousin. Jesus said, who is my mother? Who is my brother? Who is my sister? Them that do the will of my father, which is in heaven. Those are your brothers and sisters. Not necessarily your biological family, but those who have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Those who are born again, born of the water and born of the Spirit. Those who have sanctified themselves and consecrated themselves unto the Lord for his use and for his glory. Thank you, Jesus. The spirit of Antichrist is here now. You see, the Bible tells us of the coming of the man of sin, but clearly states that the spirit of Antichrist is here now. And we can see and hear evidence of this every day. More and more people are turning away from God, and they are pursuing their own lust, their own ideas, their own beliefs, and some even say their own truth. Countless people are falling away. They are departing from the faith due to this false teaching and this false prophecy everywhere and the lawlessness. People are afraid to come out of their houses. The land is filled with violence and corruption and bloodshed. All of this is leading up to the revealing of the person of the Antichrist. And that is why it is essential that we as believers press in and hold steadfast to our faith. We got to press in with prayer, press toward the mark of the high calling of the prize, which is Christ Jesus, toward it. We got to press. We see what's going on. Every day it's in the news. Every single day.
The spirit of Antichrist is the God of this age who blinds the minds of unbelievers, keeping them from seeing the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ Jesus. It is the father of lies. The spirit of Antichrist leads the whole world astray. It's like the Pied Piper that's drawing people. It is the spirit of seduction that is drawing people away from Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us that eventually uh, this world ruler will, will come on the scene, the Antichrist himself. But we that belong to Jesus Christ, we have nothing to fear. We don't have anything to fear. It's a pervasive influence of the spirit of Antichrist. It's here. It's in the land. But John reminds us, spirit of truth that indwells us, those who belong to Jesus Christ, by saying, you dear children are from God and have overcome them because greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. Glory be to God in the highest. So I've given you some practical ways to distinguish and to, to recognize the spirit of Antichrist that's in the land. We know about the false prophets, the false teaching. Uh, uh, the number one sign is that they will say that Jesus Christ did not come in the flesh. They hate God. They hate all believers wants to be worshipped, the lawlessness, the violence, and the corruption that abounds, the apostasy, this great falling away, the absolute moral decay. I have never seen it so on this wise before. I've never seen where people will do anything that comes to their mind now. Absolutely total moral decay. I didn't give you a scripture for that one. And uh, let's look at Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 1. We're going to see. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And we're going to start at... um, I'm going to start at verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, 
and change the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and to four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up in unto vile affection, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, uh, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. That is absolute. That is a complete description of the absolute moral decay that we are seeing today in our society, where people will do anything that comes to their imagination, no matter how wicked it is. They don't even give it a second thought. They just do it. That's the absolute moral decay of our society. And so now you have these pastors that are saying, we got to preach a gospel that's relevant to the culture. The devil is a liar. We got to preach holiness and righteousness and the truth, no matter who likes it or who don't like it, because they don't have an appetite for sound doctrine. But if we don't preach it, their blood will be on our hands. I will not be a men pleaser. I will be a God pleaser only. Glory be to God. So I've given you 10, 10 um, examples, evidences of the spirit of Antichrist, which is here now. Glory be to God. Glory, glory, glory be to God. You see, this is this is already here now. 
It's here in the land, and um, we see it now. We see the godlessness in these days. And all God is saying is that we need to repent and separate from immorality and be loyal to God and his standards. All he's saying. As I said, many churches, they will not tolerate, well, they will tolerate almost anything for the sake of numbers and money and success and honor. But what these churches and these pastors do not remember is that God will hold them responsible for the souls of all those people that are in their churches. So some people boast, oh, I got 30,000 members in my church, but if you ain't preaching holiness and righteousness to them, you're going to be held responsible for the souls of 30,000 people. Their blood will be on your hands. So I pray that people will take heed. Take heed. The Bible says, take heed that no man deceive you. The spirit of Antichrist is here now. And the man of lawlessness, the son of perdition, will be revealed. But the spirit is here now. And so we've got to do what the Bible says. We've got to preach and teach holiness and righteousness till Jesus comes. And it don't matter who like it and who don't. You got to stand on this word of God. This is Evangelist Janet Taylor coming to you tonight live from Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry. I pray that this teaching has opened your eyes and caused you to see how close we are to the end. I pray that you will see. I pray that God has given you ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church in this hour. The Spirit of Antichrist is here now. And I pray that you would take this message and I pray that you took notes tonight and that you you study these notes. And that you will pray and seek the Lord concerning it. But that he will give you the wisdom, the knowledge, and the revelation, revelation to do what is right. This is Evangelist Janet Taylor saying good night. And may God bless you all. Amen.